EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. Hey, howdy hi, it's Friday the 14th of May and here's your latest EV Roundup brought to you directly from EV Comply. This week, good news for Gordon Murray fans, an investment of 300 million, so not much then, <laughs> over the next five years. We'll see Gordon Murray design and develop a revolutionary lightweight ultra-effective platform for small EVs and delivery vans. The company will also set up a new R&D facility to pursue its goal of stripping as much weight and complexity out of vehicle platforms and manufacturing processes as possible. Interestingly, we do have some new data from New Motion. Now, they have been focusing on the motivators for EV drivers in general, so they've covered their thoughts on charging, the infrastructure and the future of e-mobility. So let's take a look at what the stats have found out. The research uncovered that two-thirds of EVs purchased were aged between 25 and 54. In the UK, they were particularly young, with 16% of them being under 25, while in Belgium, they had the strongest take-up among over 65s at 17%. Now, this just goes to show there is no typical EV driver or purchaser, which makes it very hard for the marketing departments it literally is like magic gloves. <laughs> One size should fit all. The data also showed that better availability of public charge points came out quite strongly overall, with 48% choosing it as something that needs improving and 43% of those people living in the UK. Faster charging, which was at the top of the list for 52% of drivers overall, but only 41% of them came from the UK, so we seem quite happy with the charging speed here in the UK, which isn't a bad thing. Next on the list is charge points inoperability, with 36% wanting a single charge card for every public charge point, and 28% of those people were in the UK. Now we found this quite interesting. Businesses across Europe still have a way to go in supporting their employees' transition to EV, as we know, but the Netherlands are doing very well, with 50% of that covered, and so is the UK, with 44% of it covered. So they're leading the way in the workplace charge point availability, which is fantastic, closely followed by France, 38% of them have that covered, and in Belgium, they're also matching at 38%, while Germany remains the lowest at just 32%, so they've still got quite a way to go with that infrastructure. The data also went on to let us know that 84% of drivers have private parking available to them, but just 68% actually do have a personal charge point, so there's room to grow with that, and a total of 15% have neither personal nor workplace charge points, which requires them to use alternatives when it comes to their charging on the go. So 22% are doing this more than they thought they would. On-street charge points are the most popular option for this, being used by 62% of drivers overall and 47% in the UK, followed by the percentage of people using parking garages, shopping and leisure destinations to charge at 46% overall and 45% in the UK. That's a lot of people just choosing to try and charge as and when. Now, on-street charging is particularly popular in Germany, where it's used the most, with 79% of drivers choosing to charge that way, while the UK and France 
have the joint highest rate of not charging on the go at all at just 10%. So here in the UK, we're a little more organized and I think a lot of us do have our own charge points, which is great. The survey also found that more than half, so 57% of UK drivers are worried currently about the lack of available charge points now and in the near future. Now, this part of the survey did not come as a surprise. 59% of people need to carry multiple cards for charging. In the UK, that's nearly half of us, with 45% of EV drivers having two or more cards. So it's not surprising that there is a huge desire among all EV drivers for network interoperability. Now, multiple card ownership, however, has declined year on year, which is great stuff. In fact, 6 in 10 UK drivers say that their main charge card does give them access to all of the charging locations that they need. And fingers crossed, this should only improve in the future. All of the data collected has been very interesting but our favorite was this drivers are choosing electric vehicles for eco reasons above financial ones so a total of 58 percent of drivers across all markets said that they'd opted for an ev for sustainability reasons rather than for the financial ones now 21 percent of french ev drivers did select financial reasons and 18 percent of uk drivers said the same but of course there are the benefiting kind incentives that are currently running and they're there to be used but it's great stuff to know that people are aware of their sustainability and the options out there the Chinese group Evergrande raised around 1.4 billion selling shares in its electric vehicle units, the latest effort by the nation's most indebted developer to boost capital. The sale amounts to about 2.7% of outstanding shares in China Evergrande's new energy vehicle group Limited. The real estate firm said in a filing to the Hong Kong Stock Exchange on Thursday, Evergrande NEV tumbled as the shares were sold at a 20% discount. In other news, the Renault Sports name has been replaced by Alpine Cars. French sport car maker Alpine will become an EV brand and has the full support of Renault CEO Luca Dumour. Now, earlier this week, the French automaker announced it is rebranding Renault Sport with Alpine cars. This means high-performance Renault models will soon bear the Alpine name and the EV models will follow. Excitingly, Instavolt is joining forces with the AA to offer its EV customers support on a 24-7 basis. The AA will provide call centre support for Instavolt customers using its network of more than 600 EV chargers nationwide. At all locations with the on-site amenities including including McDonald's, KFC and Starbucks via a dedicated phone number. AA's customer service team will be able to resolve common charging queries and direct customers to Instavolt's charging stations and help with account or payment queries. Another partnership, MHA, have teamed up with other automotive sector suppliers to create an EV alliance and help car retailers and manufacturers transition to a zero-emissions future. The project has been developed over the past two years and aims to offer a wide range of support, ranging from the consumer journey and dealership property to sourcing the correct EV and energy solutions. Projects have already been launched with Porsche and Mazda UK, according to the MHA. And finally, I mentioned it last week, it got a lot of you excited, and I'm not surprised because there are plenty of reasons to be very excited about the new 2022 GMC Hummer EV. Now, it has a four-digit horsepower figure, it looks ridiculous, and it can crab walk through traffic, 
which, you know, is pretty cool. But the main thing people want to know is how is it off-road? Now, the big thing is it's actually a one-pedal. So GM has made the whole one-pedal thing work in other electric vehicles, but the Hummer EV will be the first one to use a few of its other nifty features. So terrain mode is the EV's off-road setting, which takes one-pedal driving. So that's where you can accelerate and decelerate with the single pedal. And apparently it's turning into a fine control for climbing and angling the car without having to switch pedals. Now, you don't need to take my word for it. There is, in fact, video footage that you can check out online. Just go to The Drive. That's your latest EV Roundup for this week. From everybody here at EV Comply, we hope that you have a fantastic weekend. We'll be back with you next Friday with another week's worth of EV news. And for those of you who want to listen to this podcast again or our previous podcasts, you can online. Visit our website at ev-comply.com. 